At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Monday edition of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. We are going to have so much to discuss. Uh, on this Monday, I'm all, of course, Ben Fox is going to join us, our VP of Digital Content, later on this hour. Some, some really big bets out there. In one that I saw, um, actually, we might not have been out. But I did see a tweet that he had today of a, I believe it's a five-leg prop bet for a $10 wager that could win over $100,000. And he's got one leg to go, and that's in the Eagle game tonight with Miles Sanders on a rushing prop. I'll get to that as we go in the show, and maybe we can find that tweet from Ben. But it is fascinating, and I, I can't wait to get your head strategy. If there's a middle opportunity, we talked about this a lot with the Astros. When you make such a minimal bet, $10, that could get you over six figures in return. That's amazing. What would you do with that one leg to go on Monday night? So we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, we have a lot to discuss, obviously, in the NFL. We do have a Monday night game. We will talk about that here uh, to begin the show, the Commanders and the Eagles tonight. I saw 11 is still pretty much it hasn't moved a whole lot of all as the week has gone on. We'll get to Holder Fire as we look ahead later on in the show as well to next week's slate of the NFL and college as well. But I look at this tonight and I go, boy, with the Cowboys and that loss, which is as brutal a loss as you're going to see, the Eagles got to be licking their chops tonight going, boy, we take care of business against a home, uh, a home divisional opponent here. We are not only in the driver's seat for the NFC East, 
but really in the driver's seat to be the number one seed in the conference. And I know Minnesota, who they beat, still nipping at their heels. Yeah, absolutely right. Minnesota and Dallas play this upcoming weekend, so mm-hmm. it should be an interesting game. I can tell you one thing. This is going to be an HTTC play for me today. Hail to the Commanders. Okay. Uh, 11 in a division game. You know, I, I'm just not a big fan of laying this this type of number in this scenario. Tyler Heineke, the problem is we've talked about this, or Taylor Heineke, excuse mm-hmm. me, um, is a guy that three Doesn't throws. Doesn't even matter. He'll take Tyler Heineke, Taylor Heineke. As long as he's Heineke playing. Does. Right. The, the ego-less You one. give him 11 points in the division, he'll take any Heineke out That's there. It. Unless Just, it's Sam Ellinger or Carson Wentz. Well, I'm not taking those T. two Heineke. guys. He'll answer to T. anything. Yeah. Absolutely right. <laughs> exactly right. By the way, I like that line by Kelly. That was good. <laughs> by the way, do you square bears wind up on the Cowboys this weekend? I was waiting to take that shot all day <clears throat> after last night's performance. Yeah, I was on him. Maybe. I was okay. I'll just say this. Don't worry, Ball. I parlayed him with the Dolphins, so I completely burnt the Dolphin side of it too. Oh, best play of the NFL weekend besides the Colts. Yeah, couldn't figure out why they were only three and a half against the Browns, and when the Cowboy number came all the way down, by the way, to three and a half, is that what it came down to? I had to jump in, and uh, I jumped in money line. Hmm. How'd that work out? Well, listen, I, they blew a fourteen ah! point. For, what were they? One ninety six and zero. They never blown a fourteen point lead in the fourth quarter in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. Nineteen sixty, the Dallas Texans, right? So a, a two-touchdown lead, 14-point lead going to the fourth quarter. Never, ever, ever, ever had the Cowboys lost with a 14-point lead. So if you think that I am sitting there watching it going, can't lose, you're pretty much right. Even when the fourth down, if you remember, and I got the big touchdown uh, where the, the Packers go for it and Christian Watson, who, by the way, nobody had any problems game planning for him until Sunday. And then he runs free in a fourth down play, and that makes it a seven-point game. Then I sat up on the couch and went, oh. This thing's getting interesting here. And Super Dak Prescott was not super in the fourth quarter. The defense was not good. But at least for as a Cowboy backer, it was a complete team meltdown. It wasn't just one area. The whole group, offense, defense, special teams melted down. Yeah, I don't really look at it that way. I think Green Bay, his team, their season was on the line. Yes, it was an important game for Dallas. Every game is important, especially when you're trying to win the division. But there's margin for error there. There is no margin for error for Green Bay. And yeah. I, I think sometimes it's a different dynamic. It's, it's so, similar to me in a situation now when you get certain teams that are just disengaged, like the Raiders. So oh. I, I think it's a different scenario. I think with the Washington football team at this point in time, the Commanders, I still like that name better than the Commanders, by the way, the Washington football team. So do I. Um, in, in this particular spot, I think it's more important of a matchup for them than the game against, uh, or excuse me, then the scenario that Dallas was in, because they've got a shot, right? You've got a division opponent here. If you're going to have a shot to get to the postseason, when you look at right now, Green Bay is the second best team in the NFC North. You've got, I mean, the NFC South is an absolute disaster. It is. But think about what you just said. The Packers at four and six Mm -hmm. are the second best team in any division. I mean, that's where we are right now because the Vikings with that miracle comeback, Uh, against the Bills yesterday in Orchard Park. Remember, forget about the end of the game, which was absolutely insane. We saw that with Josh Allen fumbling at the one and the the, uh, Vikings getting that. They're down 17 in the second half. They're down 27-10 in the third quarter. And they come back. Now look at the odds to win the NFC North. I mean, kids. Uh, By the way, there's no scenario I would ever lay a price tag like that with the Vikes. Packers by the 25-1, Lions 50-1, Bears the ultimate long shot. At 150 to one, but barring because you know injuries happen in this league and quarterbacks go down, 
I just don't see a scenario where the Vikings lose the North, but there's just no value, I don't think, of that number, no, is there? No, minus 10,000 is too much money, right? right? I mean, that's just ridiculous. But I, I don't see a scenario in which they can lose this division. They've played nine games. Green Bay's already played 10. Mm-hmm. You're looking at it, and the, right now they lead 1-0 in terms of the head-to-head. They've already beaten the Bears and the Lions, so I think they're 3-0 within division play. Uh, but the big thing is, for me, when you look at this Minnesota team, they've got to lose, what, Five more games? Yeah, that's just not happening. Uh, yeah, and one of them is going to be Buffalo. And, he, and the amazing thing is, right, in a game that it just looked like, boy, I'd love to get the, you know, had to do like the 99 percentile chance of winning. Yeah. I'd love to see how those odds kept flipping back and forth in game for that one. Just a wild scenario there. The Packers do have some life now. You're going to look at it in a wild card scenario. But you look at the Vikings going forward. Now with that Cowboy game in Dallas, boy, it's a tough one because the Cowboys love traditionally to run this stretch of the week before Thanksgiving. By the way, the Cowboys were coming off a bye for that Packer game. It's set up perfectly 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. Then the Vikings coming in. Then they would get the Thanksgiving Day game. And then you get the big break. Now this Vikings game is huge for Dallas or else because the Giants won again yesterday. So the wild card scenarios are really going to start to tighten themselves up here if we're already looking at it like the Eagles are going to run away with the East. And the Vikings going to run away with the North. We'll find out about that. You know, we saw the Niners kind of sleepwalk a little bit last night in that win against the Chargers. They don't cover. Uh, they win by six. But I look at it and I go, could that be the Eagles scenario tonight? We kind of like Cowboys slept walk in the fourth quarter. It cost them. It almost cost the Niners yesterday. Could it cost the Eagles tonight when you go, oh, Cowboys lose. Man, this division's already ours. We I know that that's not the way that they're going to approach it, certainly from a coaching standpoint, but sometimes human nature takes over and you kind of take your foot off the gas pedal a little bit. Yeah, I know you're absolutely right, and I think sometimes that does creep in. I always equate it to this. If you were a fan Mm -hmm. and you're going to a game, let's say you're a a Buffalo Bills fan, right? They're playing Minnesota. You're probably going to pay a premium for that ticket because of how good the Vikings were coming in on paper um, as opposed to, let's say, they're playing the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the same thing that creeps in for players from a mentality standpoint. Okay, we're playing Houston. We should be able to win this football game. And I I think you see that sometimes play out in certain scenarios. You know, Eagles, by the way, that total is 43. You mentioned the Houston game against the Eagles where they were, what, about 14-point favorites, I do believe, it closed somewhere in there on that Thursday night game. And they slept walk through the majority of that one, right? So these things happen a lot of times with these double-digit spreads that we're seeing in the NFL. Uh, Normally you avoid the upset altogether, but – you know, that's, that's just interesting to me. Can the commanders score enough, if you do that correlated play, to take the road team and the points? And, again, you're looking at to stay within the number of 11 and still hit the over. Can they score what? 17 points, like a 28-17 type score? Yeah, well, remember, last time they only scored eight points, and that was right. late in that game. Um, excuse me, they got a touchdown with two minutes to go. So this is a huge revenge spot. And in that game, Philly was a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, now you see it at 11, obviously, because they're at home. But I don't know. To me, I feel like 11's a big number. And I think in revenge spots, I like teams. For example, yesterday, if, if you follow hockey, one of the best revenge spots, uh, Tampa got wiped in Washington. Mm-hmm. They come back at home and put up a four spot in the first period against the Capitals, and they win that game comfortably. So I, I, to me, this is a spot where I like a re- team in a revenge uh, argument here for Washington. Hey, I'm going to play the 11 as well with the Commanders tonight. I mentioned off the top of the show, Ben Falks, our VP of Digital Content. I put this out, and it really yeah. grabbed my attention. I want it to make aware for everybody watching and listening. So one better, uh, at, look at this, five-leg parlay. It would turn a $10 bet into $135K. So here was what the wager was. Just, Justin Fields, 110 or more rushing yards, check. 
Jeff Wilson, wow, sneaky pick there. 80-plus rushing yards, check. Najee Harris getting over 80 for the Steel Curtain, check. JT, not the singer. Jonathan Taylor, 125 or more rushing yards against the Raiders. Huge, huge uh, big run for a touchdown there in that game, and that went check. So he only needs Miles, Miles Sanders to run over 110 yards to cash that ticket. Amal, I need some advice for whoever this better might be because clearly you got a head scenario on the under 110 rushing yards from Miles Sanders. Right. How would you play this if you've got 10 whole dollars invested in it? Well, here's the thing. And generally on props, you're not going to be able to get down for that much money. Ooh. I mean, so you're looking at, I don't know, max, you can probably get down for 3K if you're lucky. Usually it's like a nickel. So I, I just think you just sit there and hope that uh, <laughs> Miles Sanders uh, approaches it like Penn State's playing Maryland or something. The other the other thing, Maul, is he's betting. So these are all alternate numbers, right? Yeah, of course, yeah, betting. yeah, yeah. No so question. there's not a you know like I'm I'm just I'm searching the DraftKings website right now. There, you know, there's not a square hedge opportunity, right? Yeah. Like I mean, Miles Sanders at 66 and a half rushing yards for tonight. So you're not going to play under that. So he's almost impossible. doubling the total that that, that was initially put yes. out there. Yes. Do, and that's what he did with a lot of these. That's what he did with a lot of these. Doesn't FanDuel offer like a buyout option? Oh, I would take I think there is, yes. Well, I think there is. I think that would probably be his best option. I, you know, look, I unless uh, he wants to let it ride. Right, the, the Astros wager. Let it ride. I mean, it's what, what is yeah, it? But, 10 the, the, but, 10? The, but the difference in the Astros wager was this: Houston was appreciably the better team right. going in. My thing is just anything can happen in sports. If you've been doing this long enough, you've seen it play out that way. But in this one, I, there, you just got to let it ride because there's not really too many options to be able to get off of a scenario. Because right, even if it's an alternate total for the to play the under, it's going to be juiced heavily to what minus. Got to be a lot. I mean, yeah, this right? is this the ticket is plus thirteen thousand five hundred. Oh my goodness, sweat time. Uh, come on back. We'll do some hold or fire next in the NFL here on Big Bets on a Monday. It is Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. College basketball is upon us, and now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide at over 400 pages. It is our biggest betting guide with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every single team. We got experts galore Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans. We've got Wes Reynolds and the like providing their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdowns of all 60 coaching changes since last year alone. The only way to get the guide is become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, so sign up now for just $99. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Well, I have a confession to make. I, I go downstairs, as the guys know, and uh, I saw Kevin going down there. I go down there get my morning coffee before the show. Right. Well, I like to put in my amount of milk in the coffee. They, milk was out. So now I'm not going to just go black coffee. So I went French vanilla Ooh. latte. It was basically hot chocolate. So for all the, the angst I gave you last week in the show about you getting your hot chocolate, I basically had one this morning. It was not coffee. Calling that French vanilla contraption coffee is very misleading. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm pretty sure it is just hot, a hot chocolate in there. It's not coffee. There's no coffee in there. Do, do, you, fe- do you feel it at all, Dave? No, I am wired. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to some news and notes. After the debacle for the Browns yesterday in Miami, uh, look, take this for what it is. Deshaun Watson can now practice. He's now allowed back on the premises. He can start practicing this week. You know, Jacoby Brissett is, I think, what we all thought, a placeholder. It's going to get really interesting when Deshaun Watson can actually play again in Cleveland, coming up here in a couple weeks. But he is eligible to return to practice this week. So for a team that, do they have visions of going to the playoffs? I don't know. But if you can separate, which is hard to do, 
the off the field from the on the field, clearly we would assume this is a big upgrade if he's able to play quarterback for them in the coming weeks. I would agree with you, um, but the one thing I would say is where are they at right now? You look at three and six. I mean, is this team really going to be able to get things turned around enough in a very competitive AFC? If they're in the NFC, yeah. you're like, hey, hold on a minute here. We got a shot. But you look at the remaining schedule for the Browns. Before you get Deshaun Watson back, oh, by the way, you're at Buffalo. And then you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh. I mean, are the Buccaneers a team right now that you believe in? Probably a little bit more than maybe you did a week and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, but at this point in time, I, I don't know. They do have... Three division opponents remaining still. Um, games at Cincinnati. They host the Ravens, and they're at the Steelers. They're at the Commanders. This, look, with Sean Watson, they could potentially win all six games, the remaining part of the schedule. But I don't know if nine wins with the way the Jets and Buffalo and Miami are in the AFC East. And then, of course, you've got uh, the Chargers potentially there and Cincinnati. Boy. So. It's going to be tough to see them getting a scenario where they get in. A couple of news and notes from the wide receivers as you look at some of those future wagers here. Denver with another one-possession loss uh, yesterday in Tennessee. Jerry Judy is getting an MRI in his injured ankle. That happened early in, in yesterday's action. Uh, also, Cooper Cup, it looked really bad for yeah. the Rams. Well, it's looking bad for the Rams anyway. But apparently he is, quote, appears to have avoided a worst-case scenario with his injured ankle uh, so it seems to say that Cup at least won't be out for the entirety of the season, but but could be looking at multiple weeks. You know, I, I, I've mentioned this to you many, many weeks ago. It's like they're mastering the art of quiet quitting this, this football team this year. I, I don't know what's going on with them, but they just got, you know, hammered at home by Arizona. And I know they didn't have Matty Stafford, but, you know, Arizona didn't have their starting quarterback either. So, I don't know what's going on the Rams, but it's not even it's not looking good when you know that your best player, Cooper Cup, and I or Aaron Donald won't be available for quite some time. Aaron Donald's still playing. I, by the way, I can't recall a team having a bigger hangover than the Rams from this Super Bowl. I mean, they look completely disengaged. And by the way, we realize why John Wolford is John Wolford yep. yesterday. I don't know if you saw any of that game, but not. it was it, it was one of those games that winds up in the four o'clock window on the Eastern Time Zone. And it's just like, you're like, wow. I was uh, busy watching a meltdown in Lambeau Field. <laughs> uh, Steve Wilkes, by the way, has also told uh, reporters that it looks like P.J. Walker is out with an ankle, which means let's rally behind Baker, Reagan, Mayfield. One more time. You know, Baker's going to run out of attempts to show that he's a starting quarterback in this league. If he hasn't already, he's going to get another attempt this week to be a starter of this one against the Ravens. You know, look, I liked Baker's moxie when he was at Oklahoma. I thought he was solid. But, again, some of these programs like Oklahoma, um, Tennessee, Ohio State, these guys, what you see sometimes doesn't necessarily translate at the next level simply because of the style of play, and you just have better athletes than the opponent. And for me right now, until we see Baker put it together consistently, it's hard to back him. I, I'll tell you one thing. It was pretty funny to me when you had open conversation with uh, was it Roddy Anderson. Uh, Robbie Anderson was like, I don't want him here. Mm-hmm. I mean, now Robbie Anderson – can't catch the ball on a crossing route last week against the Seahawks. Oh, boy. And he's there in Arizona as that team continues to struggle. It is a shame. Uh, just Matt Corral going down in, pre, you know, what, preseason, Season, right, yeah. with that foot injury? Like, boy. this is – I mean, this is the time of year when you play guys like that to figure out what you got, right? And, no doubt. And you have no idea what you have. It's, it's funny you mentioned Matt Corral because I said to somebody on Saturday, I said if Matt Corral were playing instead of Jackson Dart, I said they would beat Alabama if you if were there in that game. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you can point that to a lot of players Alabama's lost over the years that have left early. But my point is, it just felt like when you look at there's certain guys you'd like to see. Kelly made a good point. You want to see now. Yeah, no doubt about it. And by the way, to that end, uh, Arthur Smith in the ATL says 
he's not considering uh, changing quarterbacks there with Marcus Mariota. Because I know some people, we actually mentioned it a little bit last week on, on Friday's show, Desmond Ritter, do you start thinking about those? But to Kelly's point, this is the time of year for teams that might still, you know, might five, six, seven games left in the schedule, but you feel like you really don't have you know, prospects of making it. That's why it was so intriguing to me what happened in Las Vegas yesterday. I mean, talk about the cloud and the, the shroud of secrecy, rather, for the Colts. Because we mentioned it when it happened. It was not the fact that when Frank Reich benched Matt Ryan, okay, that I could understand that. It was when they came out with a declaration that said he is the third stringer. He won't yeah. play again for the rest of the year. Remember that? And I yeah. went, whoa, what? what? I, you never hear declarations like that. Then right before the game yesterday, Matt Ryan's warming up with the ones. Like, what? Yeah. Daniel LaRusso's going to fight? <laughs> so Matt Ryan comes out of wherever he came out of, football jail, and leads the Colts to a victory against the Raiders. By the way, I would have thought Jeff Saturday played at Oklahoma because he gave game balls to everybody. That was Barry Switzer's thing. Game <laughs> balls for everybody. I mean, I mean but, so, like, did, but did you see that coming? That now that Because we all thought it was Frank Reich that was being told by Jim Irsay that you got to play the rookie, yeah. and he didn't want to do that. He wanted to play Frank Reich. Maybe that cost him the job. This was the, the kind of the you know walking through the avenues approach. Well, maybe that's not the case because Jeff Saturday said, I want Matt Ryan to be my offensive coordinator on the field, and it worked. So, I, one I, week. I think that's exactly what it was, Dave. I, we, we were talking about it on a numbers game this morning. Chris Andrews brought this up. I, I think that Saturday might have said it before he took the job. That this uh, guy's uh, got to play. Yeah, if I'm going to be looking forward to a head coaching job later on, I need a guy that I can win with now because I think I mean what we laid out last week on the show, and I bet it this way. Luckily, was able to get off of it live in the game. In game, but the whole line, the whole handicap was you got a coach that's never coached before, a play caller who's never called plays before, with a second year quarterback. That's not going to work. That's to me that wasn't going to work. Well, but if you're Jeff Saturday, you flip the keys over to Matt Ryan to say, hey, you've been driving this offense all year long. We don't know what we're doing at all. That's right. Get yeah, that wristband out. Yeah, Let's go. Get go. You win. call plays. The Jeff Saturday having never coached was not a big deal to me because this is a guy that played, what, 14 years yeah. in the league? This is not one of those guys that we've got, like, the Brandon Staley's, the Nick Sirianni's, uh, uh, who's the coach uh, down in Miami, McDonald? Yeah, McDaniels. McDaniels, excuse me. And, uh, you know. McDaniel, McDonald. Taylor, Tyler, you know, I, close I, I enough. I for a Big Mac right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm all, I'm with you. I, I look at it and I say, you know, you think about the worst coaching hires you've ever seen, okay? Like, I remember them, like Jim Tom Sula. And saying, I went, oh, that's not going to work out. Uh, Jim Zorn. I love Jim Zorn. I had him in Washington, D.C. I went, well, that's not going to work out. Steve Spurrier, my favorite coach of all time to cover in the NFL. That's not going to work out. I think the disconnect for fans in some media is well, this guy doesn't know football. That's not true. They all know football. Jim Tom Sula knows football. Yeah. Jim Zorn knows football. Steve Spurrier knows more football than people will ever forget. He, like These guys are, are savants. The problem is they can't translate it right. down to this. Josh McDaniels can, knows football people. He I does. Agree. That's a, very well said by he, you. He just can't seem to make the connection to Derek Carr and the guys that have to execute what he knows. Nope. That's, and that, by the way, that's part of the DNA of a, head, of a good head coach is being able to translate it. But Derek Carr's from that. Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Happy Feet School. So yeah. there's a little pressure. You know what separates Brady, Manning, Joe Montana? Like, when, remember the play where Leonard Marshall blew up Joe Montana? Yes. That's the play where these three guys I just mentioned are throwing the ball into the dirt. 
They've yeah. already spiked the ball. They're already huddling up again. The, I mean, I think the question with the Colts now is what, what are you doing going forward, right? Because all of a sudden. The division's still in play. All of a sudden, Bingo. the division's in play, right? You're only two games out of first place behind the Titans. And so now is Matt Ryan your guy again? Or. 100%. Yes. Or, oh, yes. I mean, Dave, do we not see him again? Because he's got massive injury bonuses in here for next year. It's We're talking like $27 million if this guy somehow gets hurt this year before, before spring and New Year rolls around for the NFL. It's, it's fascinating what happened yesterday because, I, I mean, that resurrected their season. And the Raiders are just done. And then Derek Carr is crying in the postgame. Yeah. I'm not knocking him for it. But that's how emotionally spent that guy is. He's just drained. By, by the way, great job of Holder Fire this segment. And we'll get to it next. <laughs> I promise we'll get to it. Well, we were talking about that in, in relation to Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Holder Fire. Come back with that next right here on Big Bets. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. If you're a smoker or dipper who's tried to making a change, no one would blame you for thinking what all newer nicotine products have. One thing in common, they don't work. So they're either too complicated or they don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen nicotine pouches might surprise you. Unlike other forms of nicotine, Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Its upper lip pouch means you don't have to spit, so dippers, you can throw away those spit bottles. And smokers, you might be surprised to learn that Zen offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Plus, Zen is low profile enough to enjoy anywhere, anytime, so you might be surprised how simple and satisfying Zen really is. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's E-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Mal Shaw, Dave Ross here on Big Bets. Are you ready to burn down the studio? I am, yes. It's time, without further ado, for Hold or Fight. Now, Thursday night, Packers coming off that improbable 14-point deficit in the fourth quarter, beat the Cowpokes in OT. Aaron Rodgers connecting with young kids. Didn't know that that was possible. Looks like maybe Watson is going to be worth that second-round pick after as he kept one. Two, three touchdowns yesterday against the Cowboys. Bet you're going to go full seven on us, LeBron. <laughs> now they're going to lay three against the Titans, who all they do is figure out ways to cover numbers, by the way. Like they, they lost somehow to the Chiefs in that overtime game, covered the number. Uh, so now they're going to go give those small number. Everybody's betting the Broncos. They cover the number. And now they're getting three Thursday night in Lambeau. Nobody trusts Mike, Mike Vrabel's uh, football team, that's for sure. It's evidenced by the betting market. And now they're getting three again on Thursday night. I can make an argument Vrabel's the best coach in the NFL. Yes, you can. When you look at the talent that they have compared to some of the other teams, I mean, he does it with that backup wide receiver, uh, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. I was going to say backup quarterback, but I think he, had, he might actually start at A&M right now based on the way Connor Wegman <laughs> played this weekend at Auburn. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's hard for me right now to touch this game. This is a hold on either side. Now, Look, if you like Green Bay, I do believe you have to fire. Short week, quick turnaround. I think there is some momentum for Green Bay beating Dallas, coming back from down 14, so that bodes well for them. 
That 18 wheeler gets going, man. Yeah. It it's is tough, tough to, to stop. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, the market's interesting right now in this game because you missed, you, you might have missed the boat on the Packers. It opened two, two and a half most places. Oh, it did. Okay. It's, it's kind of painted three everywhere right now. Makes sense. But, but I'm all, I, I mean, this feels like a game where there's a lot of time to go between now and Thursday and where this line moves. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a two and a half or a three and a half either way on I, this. Yeah, if it, if it comes down to two and a half, if you like Green Bay, obviously it benefits you. But um, for me, I, I don't know. It, it's Green Bay or nothing. I don't want. I just don't want to take the Titans in the spot. But I'm not extremely confident taking the Packers. Yeah, I'm with you guys. So. This just feels like a really tricky Thursday night fight uh, because it's going to be a fight. I mean, that's yeah. the type of game that Mike Vrabel wants to get you in. Slugfest against Kansas City. They almost pulled it out. Slugfest against the, the Broncos. They end up getting the knockout. That's what he wants to do. It's not going to be pretty for Aaron Rodgers. I, you know, you're absolutely right about that. And, you know, Mahomes is so much fun to watch for me. But I'm going to tell you, there's nothing better than watching the 18-wheeler in the fourth quarter when they got a lead. Yeah, Henry is so much fun to watch. Uh, let's continue holder fire. Mm-hmm. I just – we've talked about it a lot in the show. Like, when you watch Josh Allen – and, by the way, that was the shroud of secrecy all week, and then yeah. he ends up playing as well. So you think, well, they're going to blow out the Vikings or at least win the game. Well, at least cover them. None of those things happen. They lose somehow in overtime. And Josh Allen – like, you can't give that guy the MVP right now. I just don't see a scenario where you can do that. And now they're going to host the Browns. We mentioned that Deshaun Watson's back at practice, but he's still not eligible to play. And look where the number is. We're right back up to nine and a half. The betting market trusts Josh Allen, and yet he's not always cashing those tickets. And certainly the last two weeks, if you had the money line plays against the Jets and against the Vikings, you got burned. I want to go full Charlie Casterly on you here and say, I don't remember us planning on discussing this game. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I would fire on this one with the Buffalo Bills here simply because I think Buffalo is going to win this game comfortably. This Browns team, three and three and six. I didn't understand the affinity for Cleveland down in South Florida this past weekend. Mm. Line went from four to three and a half to three. I'm sitting there going, yep. uh, this is this is a comfortable one right here. So let's uh, look at this matchup, and I, I think you have to take the Buffalo Bills. By the way, I, I got you mentioned Allen for the MVP. I would two negatives for Josh Allen. Mm. That second down interception, you've got another play, dude. What are you doing? I did, did not understand that. And I, I, like, it, it just, you look at him, the talents there, the oozes and coming back off the UCL and all that stuff. And then you go, dude, you still can't lose the game. I mean, we're, no. we can't make excuses because you were hurt all week. He had two crucial turnovers in the final 10 and a half minutes of the game, right? And then that fumble at the goal line. You, oh can't, you can't fumble that ball either. That now, you know what it's forgotten right now in all of this mess that happened yesterday in Orchard Park? Currently, the way things are, they need the Chiefs to lose another game. I'm not saying Kansas City's going to go 15-2, and two, but, man, you don't want to be in that spot. No, the division's up for grabs right now with the Dolphins winning, and certainly home field in the AFC is up for grabs as well. It's always interesting because you don't know how tonight's game is going to play out for the teams that play on a Monday, but then the lines are already out for next week. We mentioned Jeff Saturday, undefeated on Sundays. Now he's going to get eight and a half for the shoe against Fly Eagles Fly. And they're going to lay right now eight and a half on the road. Now, they blow out the commanders tonight. Tonight, That number could go up. Correct. So, let's judge it from an eagle stand, standpoint here. Would you lay the number now blindly, not knowing injuries, and exactly what you look like tonight against the commanders? If you like Philly, I would not. I would Ooh. hold. I, I still think the number is going to come down, even if they win by 21 points tonight. I simply think that when you look at the way Indianapolis wants to play, run the ball with Jonathan Taylor. Remember, they had a tight game against Kansas City. Probably should have lost that football game. Mm-hmm. If Bucker's healthy, I think the Chiefs win the game. However, to cover nine on the road in the Dome, I think it's going to be very tough. I would fire on the Colts right now. Ooh, 
Matty Ice is back. It, it would look, it's, it's not about Matty Ice, but I thought they did a couple of good things yesterday. I thought the passing game was far better with El, uh, than with Ellinger yes. in there. And they got Paris Campbell in good slant situations, right? He's got elite-level speed. Get him out there. Let him do that. And then we saw them feed Jonathan Taylor. He goes for a buck 47 yesterday. He is a top five back in the NFL. I know. By the way, I, I'm wondering if we're gonna have that conversation on best receivers in the league. I don't know if you saw my oh. guy on Sunday just balling out, but uh, it's okay. We'll, uh, we'll discuss it after the break. We'll <laughs> okay. Put together a nice little video for. We'll me. have to get back to that conversation <laughs> for those that might have missed the show last week. And if you did miss the show, shame on you. Uh, let's get back to Holder Fire. I did not want to talk about the Cowboys any more than we already had. It's very painful as the kids stay too soon. But now they're pick them against the Vikes. On Sunday. Now, I look at this game and I go, in Minnesota, we saw what happened last year. The great Cooper Rush went in there and somehow beat KC8. That was in Minnesota. That all happened, people. Now Dak is back. And they lose for the first time in his return yesterday in Lambeau. It's a pick em, Flip of the coin. Vikings just don't lose anymore. I it, almost fell off my chair when I saw this line come out yesterday. Amal, this, oh, this opened up Cowboys two and a half. Oh, my goodness. So in Minnesota. The, so the Vikes are finally taking some money and some respect in the betting market. I already bet them. I bet them. I fired all day long yesterday. That's all I On did, On the Purple Dave. Gang. Fired against your Cowboys. I kept. I said, bet, 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 bet. I'm going to keep betting it. I, look, I would fire on Minnesota. I, I think this line is wrong. And to me, I thought the Vikings should have been probably about a two-point two favorite in this game. I am really surprised by what Kelly said the opener on this one was. Minnesota is sitting at, what, 8-1 and one now? Yes. Yeah. I know they're all close games, but they get no respect, man. They Zero. get no respect. But, but at some point in time, you have to give a team credit for yes. figuring out how to win games. And uh, remember the Justin Jefferson catch at about the three yard line? Mm-hmm. Just, I was like, dude, how did he even catch the ball? I mean, it's it's we're gonna get to it on the other side, but it's hard. It's hard to almost count the number of amazing catches he had. That's that fair. And, and all I'm saying is there is. I, look, I've never been a big Kirk Cousins guy, but at some point in time, you've got to realize they've got a top five all-purpose back. And Dalvin Cook, that 80-yard run, which you rarely see in the NFL, changed the game. No, that no. brought them back in the game. They were down 17 at yep. that point in time. I, I get Dallas is coming off a loss, Minnesota, off a big win. But I got to tell you, even though they're already trending in the right direction, I think now when you're in Minnesota, you go, wow, we really can win this thing. Because I think most people, wouldn't you agree, if you look at all 32 teams, up until this weekend, probably you said, who's the best team in the NFL? I think 9 out of 10 people would say uh, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to pile on Dave anymore, but... Uh, I was going to say, can um, we... Amal, if you had to take one quarterback in this game, though, who are you taking? I'm right, taking right now, it's Kirk Cousins. I'm taking Dak Prescott. Okay. Uh-huh. And what, no, the reason why I say this, I don't want to be a hypocrite against myself. I have nothing to do with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Actually, Kelly, but in all honesty, Kelly, uh, that was a lie on my answer. It would have to be Kirk Cousins. I mean, like, right now? Yes, yeah, it has to be I Kirk mean, Cousins. I mean, Dak's just not playing that crazy, still coming back from you that You come injury. up with throws in the fourth quarter were horrific. Dave's ready to lose it. Oh. <laughs> Well, how about that throw over the middle? I mean, right there. Can we move on yet? I don't know. I just want to give you credit for not saying <laughs> super dead. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, Dave, we're just preparing you for the offseason. It's going to be long. It's going to be arduous. It's going to be coming off of a wild card divisional or, you know, 
It was, it was tough to come to work today, all right? It was a rough Sunday yesterday for those of us that the Cowboys lay in the three and a half and then the Cowboys on the money line. How dare you, Dak Prescott? How dare you, defense? Where was the pass rush? Hey, I'm not going to tell you anything, but all I'll say is when Dallas was up 14, I'm sure you could have gotten probably about seven or eight to one on the Packers' money line. You take 12 and a half percent of your bet. We're not even having this conversation. I actually tweeted out, I love this team when we were up 14. Now I hate this team! That's the the highs and the lows of an NFL Sunday. We'll get to more. Hold the fire later. But Heisman odds next when we come back here. It is Big Bets here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough. 
that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. If you're a smoker or dipper who's tried to making a change, no one would blame you for thinking what all newer nicotine products have. One thing in common, they don't work. So they're either too complicated or they don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen nicotine pouches might surprise you. Unlike other forms of nicotine, Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Its upper lip pouch means you don't have to spit, so dippers, you can throw away those spit bottles. And smokers, you might be surprised to learn that Zen offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Plus, Zen is low profile enough to enjoy anywhere, anytime, so you might be surprised how simple and satisfying Zen really is. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Mal Shaw, Dave Ross here on Big Bets. Are you ready to burn down the studio? I am, yes. It's time, without further ado, for Hold or Fight. Now, Thursday night, Packers coming off that improbable 14-point deficit in the fourth quarter, beat the Cowpokes in OT. Aaron Rodgers connecting with young kids. Didn't know that that was possible. Looks like maybe Watson is going to be worth that second-round pick after as he kept one. Two, three touchdowns yesterday against the Cowboys. Bet you're going to go full seven on us, LeBron. <laughs> now they're going to lay three against the Titans, who all they do is figure out way, ways to cover numbers, by the way. Like they, they lost somehow to the Chiefs in that overtime game, covered the number. Uh, so now they're going to give those small number. Everybody's betting the Broncos, they cover the number. And now they're getting three Thursday night in Lambeau. Nobody trusts Mike, Mike Vrabel's uh, football team, that's for sure. It's evidenced by the betting market. And now they're getting three again on Thursday night. I can make an argument. Vrabel's the best coach in the NFL. Yes, you can. When you look at the talent that they have compared to some of the other teams, I mean, he does it with that backup wide receiver, uh, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. I was going to say backup quarterback, but I think he, had, he might actually start at A&M right now based on the way Connor Wegman <laughs> played this weekend at Auburn. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's hard for me right now to touch this game. This is a hold on either side. Now, Look, if you like Green Bay, I do believe you have to fire short week, quick turnaround. I think there is some momentum for Green Bay beating Dallas, coming back from down 14, so that bodes well for them. But that 18-wheeler gets going, man. Yeah. It is tough tough to to stop. Yeah, (laughs) the the market's interesting right now in this game because you you, might have missed the boat on the Packers. It opened two, two and a half most places. It's kind of painted three everywhere right now. Makes sense. But but I I mean – this feels like a game where there's a lot of time to go between now and Thursday and where this line moves. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a two-and-a-half or a three-and-a-half either way on I, this. Yeah, if it, if it comes down to two-and-a-half, if you like Green Bay, obviously it benefits you. But um, for me, 
I, I don't know. It, it's Green Bay or nothing. I don't want. I just don't want to take the Titans in the spot. But I'm not extremely confident taking the Packers. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Like, this just feels like a really tricky Thursday night fight uh, because it's going to be a fight. I mean, that's yeah. the type of game that Mike Vrabel wants to get you in. Slugfest against Kansas City. They almost pulled it out. Slugfest against the, the Broncos. They end up getting the knockout. That's what he wants to do. It's not going to be pretty for Aaron Rodgers. I, you know, you're absolutely right about that. And you know, Mahomes is so much fun to watch for me. But I'm going to tell you, there's nothing better than watching the 18-wheeler in the fourth quarter when they got a lead. Yeah, Henry is so much fun to watch. Uh, let's continue holder fire. Mm-hmm. I just We've talked about it a lot on the show. Like When you watch Josh Allen, and by the way, that was the shroud of secrecy all week, and then yeah. he ends up playing as well. So you think, well, they're going to blow out the Vikings or at least win the game. Well, at least cover them. None of those things happen. They lose somehow in overtime. And Josh Allen, like you can't give that guy the MVP right now. I just don't see a scenario where you can do that. And now they're going to host the Browns. We mentioned that Deshaun Watson's back at practice, but he's still not eligible to play. And look where the number is. We're right back up to nine and a half. The betting market trusts Josh Allen, and yet he's not always cashing those tickets. And certainly the last two weeks, if you had the money line plays against the Jets and against the Vikings, you got burned. I want to go full Charlie Casterly on you here and say, I don't remember us planning on discussing this game. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I would fire on this one with the Buffalo Bills here simply because I think Buffalo is going to win this game comfortably. This Browns team, three and three and six. I didn't understand the affinity for Cleveland down in South Florida this past weekend. Mm. Line went from four to three and a half to three. I'm sitting there going, yep. uh, this, is, this is a comfortable one right here. So, Let's uh, look at this matchup, and I, I think you have to take the Buffalo Bills. By the way, I, I got you mentioned Allen for the MVP. I would two negatives for Josh Allen. Mm. That second down interception, you've got another play, dude. What are you doing? I did, you, did not you, understand that. And I, I, like it, it just you look at me, the talents there, the oozes, and coming back off the UCL and all that stuff, and then you go, dude, you still can't lose the game. I mean, we're, no. we can't make excuses because you were hurt all week. He had two crucial turnovers in the final ten and a half minutes of the game, right? And then that fumble at the goal line, you oh can't my. you can't fumble that ball either. That now, you know what's forgotten right now in all of this mess that happened yesterday in Orchard Park? Currently, the way things are, they need the Chiefs to lose another game. I'm not saying Kansas City's going to go 15-2, and two, but, man, you don't want to be in that spot. No, the division's up for grabs right now with the Dolphins winning and certainly home field in the AFC is up for grabs as well. It's always interesting because you don't know how tonight's game is going to play out for the teams that play on a Monday, but then the lines are already out for next week. We mentioned Jeff Saturday, undefeated on Sundays. Now he's going to get eight and a half for the shoe against fly Eagles fly. And they're going to lay right now, eight and a half on the road. Now they blow out the commanders tonight. Tonight that number could go up. Correct. So let's judge it from an Eagle standpoint here. Would you weigh the number now blindly, not knowing injuries and exactly what you look like tonight against the commanders? If you like Philly, I would not. I would hold. I I still think the number is going to come down, even if they win by 21 points tonight. I simply think that when you look at the way Indianapolis wants to play, run the ball with Jonathan Taylor. Remember, they had a tight game against Kansas City. Probably should have lost that football game. Mm -hmm. If Bucker's healthy, I think the Chiefs win the game. However, to cover nine on the road in the Dome, I think it's going to be very tough. I would fire on the Colts right now. Matty Ice is back. He, he would look, it's, it's not about Matty Ice, but I thought they did a couple of good things yesterday. I thought the passing game was far better with El, uh, than with Ellinger yes. in there. And they got Paris Campbell in good slant situations, right? He's got elite-level speed. Get him out there, let him do that. And then we saw them feed Jonathan Taylor. He goes for a buck 47 yesterday. He is a top five back in the NFL. 
I know. By the way, I, I'm wondering if we're going to have that conversation on best receivers in the league. I don't know if you saw my oh. guy on Sunday just balling out, but uh, it's okay. We'll, uh, we'll discuss it after the break. We'll <laughs> okay. put together a nice little video for you. We'll have to get back to that conversation <laughs> for those that might have missed the show last week. And if you did miss the show, shame on you. Uh, let's get back to Holder Fire. I did not want to talk about the Cowboys any more than we already had. It's very painful as the kids stay too soon. But now they're pick them against the Vikes on Sunday. Now, I look at this game and I go, in Minnesota, we saw what happened last year. The great Cooper Rush went in there and somehow beat KC8. That was in Minnesota. That all happened, people. Now Dak is back, and they lose for the first time in his return yesterday in Lambeau. It's a pick em, flip of the coin. Vikings just don't lose anymore. I almost it, fell off my chair when I saw this line come out yesterday. Amal, this, oh, this opened up Cowboys two and a half. Oh, my goodness. In so Minnesota. The, so the Vikes are finally taking some money and some respect in the betting market. I already bet them. I bet them. I fired all day long yesterday. That's all I On did, On the Purple Dave. Gang. Fired against your Cowboys. I, kept, I said, bet, 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 bet. I'm going to keep betting it. I, look, I would fire on Minnesota. I, I think this line is wrong. And to me, I thought the Vikings should have been probably about a two-point two favorite in this game. I am really surprised by what Kelly said the opener on this one was. Minnesota is sitting at, what, 8-1 and one now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know they're all close games, but they get no respect, man. They Zero. get no respect. But, but at some point in time, you have to give a team credit for figuring yes. out how to win games. And uh, remember the Justin Jefferson catch at about the three-yard line? Mm-hmm. Just I was like, dude, how did he even catch the ball? I mean, it's a, it's we're going to get to it on the other side, but it's hard, it's hard to almost count the number of amazing catches he had. That's fair. That and, and all I'm saying is there is – look, I've never been a big Kirk Cousins guy. But at some point in time, you've got to realize they've got a top five all-purpose back – and Dalvin Cook, that 80-yard run, which you rarely see in the NFL, changed the game. No, that no. brought them back in the game. They were down 17 at yep. that point in time. I, I get Dallas is coming off a lost Minnesota off a big win. But I got to tell you, even though they're already trending in the right direction, I think now when you're in Minnesota, you go, wow, we really can win this thing. Because I think most people, wouldn't you agree, if you look at all 32 teams, up until this weekend, probably you said, who's the best team in the NFL? I think 9 out of 10 people would say uh, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to pile on Dave anymore, but uh, I was gonna say, can um, we, Amal, if you had to take one quarterback in this game, though, who are you taking? I'm right, taking right I, now, it's Kirk Cousins. I'm taking Dak Prescott. Okay. Right. And what, no, the reason why I say this, I don't want to be a hypocrite against myself. I have nothing to do with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Actually, Kelly, but in all honesty, Kelly, uh, that was a lie on my answer. It would have to be Kirk Cousins. I mean, like right now? Yes, yeah, it has to be I Kirk I mean, Dak's Cousins. just not playing that great. still coming back from you that injury. You come up with throws in the fourth quarter were horrific. Dave's ready to lose it. Oh. <laughs> well, how about that throw over the middle? I mean, right there. Can we move on yet? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to give you credit for not saying <laughs> yeah, Super Dave, Dad. Not, sorry about that. <laughs> what, oh. But, Dave, we're just preparing you for the offseason. It's going to be long. It's going to be arduous. It's going to be coming off of a wild card divisional or, you know, it loss. Was, it was tough to come to work today. All right? It was a rough Sunday yesterday for those of us that had the Cowboys laying the three and a half and then the Cowboys on the money line. How dare you, Dak Prescott? How dare you, defense? Where was the pass rush? Hey, I'm not going to tell you anything, but all I'll say is when Dallas was up 14, I'm sure you could have gotten probably about seven or eight to one on the Packers money line. You take 12 and a half percent of your bet. We're not even having this conversation. I actually tweeted out, I love this team when we were up 14. Now I hate this team. That's the the highs and the lows of an NFL Sunday. We'll get to more. Hold the fire later. But Heisman odds next when we come back here. It is Big Bets here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.